Here we are again. Here we are, all three of us. Rocking and rolling. On a full. <laughs> I was going to say happy full moon, ladies. <laughs> Should we start howling? Wow. <laughs> I'm game. <laughs> well, I'm naked. I'm naked to... dancing. <laughs> I feel like getting my drum out now. Maybe I should drum while you dance naked. <laughs> Shamanic drum out. Well, I was just dancing around to Numa from Tool. Uh, welcome, ladies. Thank We've you, got, Jenny. Uh, two guests today for another episode of Infused with Light. We're not sure where we're going to go, but we just thought we'd jump on in and uh, start chatting. Cool. But I was just going to say today, I've had an awful lot of messages, not only synchronistic numbers, like if I see triple nine one more time. I may yell at it, but also lots of uh, messages in music. Like, yes. Is that a theme for anyone else? 100%. Uh, just before we got on the call, um, 606 has been appearing to me crazily in the last just hour. And um, I've had like blaring songs in my head um, in melody form songs that I don't know that well so I've had to go and look up find the lyrics which is unusual for me so yes big big theme today I didn't drop in there that mine are masculine related <laughs> <laughs> anyone so... else going to disclose that information <laughs> well yes very much so but I I was leading into uh, doing a divine partnership energy alignment session so I I took that that it was meant for that person in that session yeah what about, what about, what about you Anna I've been seeing Bob Marley's um redemption song oh. oh and one particular part where he says emancipate yourselves from mental slavery oh Ooh. message 101 <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I don't I don't know and I, it makes me really happy singing that bit so I just keep singing it over and over and I've also had Usher in the background, so, you know. <laughs> what Usher song? What one? What? My boo. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say, yeah, yeah. No, 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 because we're talking masculine re- related, so. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Look, it's remiss of me not to introduce my guests. I'm joined by Alicia Brachet from Cosmic Gateway and the delightful Anna from Vitrea. So we're going to maybe talk about some masculine things today. I mm. thought maybe a good place, Alicia, to start is What's the definition of divine masculine? What does that mean? And what is it when people bang on about this divine masculine template? <laughs> Sounds very important. Yeah. Oh, throwing oh. the hard curveballs. The divine right masculine the- template. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> We're a bit silly. Ooh. It's full moon. Oh, here we are. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of giggles throughout, so just a disclaimer, please. <laughs> Um, I guess this is my own definition and whatever's going to come through right now, I'm not privy to. But my own definition of a divine masculine or the divine masculine template, 5D template, whatever names, labels you want to call it, is really uh, a man or a woman, well, technically a man, um, but it could be uh, well, it's an energy. Let's not get into to gender. It's not gender specific. If you, yeah. em- you embody those aspects, is that? Mm. Yes. And I guess it, it's commonly referred to in that way throughout various communities, Twin Flame, things like that. 
So if we're talking about a person, let's say, for, for example's sake, a man <laughs> um, in the physical, it's um, the divine masculine is the divine essence of himself that has been embodied into his physical um, uh, experience, his everyday life, someone who has shed lots of false layers of illusionary aspects of self, worked really hard to refine himself to become all that he can be in his own, you know, alignment and true essence. That's what comes to mind for me. What about you, Anna? When you first kind of heard the word divine masculine, what kind of, what was your understanding of it? Well, it was um, at that time when I learned about it, it was very heavily linked to being a twin flame masculine. Mm. Um, however, since then I've actually, I don't know, I kind of see divine masculines in men that I talk to now that are actually just trying to do better and evolve, um, whether it be spirit, you know, in terms of spiritual awakening or even just as a person. Mm. Um, and I speak to one gentleman in particular who would not call himself a divine masculine, but I feel his actions and the things that he's doing with himself um, in terms of bettering himself. To me, that feels very divine masculine-ish. Is that a word? Mm. It is now. Well, we make words um. up. That's how we roll. That's how we roll. <laughs> yeah, I was just also thinking that um, what about when we hear the word divine masculine? Like when they talk about, I know it's, it's obviously linked with soul partners, um, twin flames, but like Anna just said, like I think of divine masculine also just as masculines in general or those embodying that. So I look at my brother, for example, and see him holding that that template yeah. and those qualities. And then what about when people say, and I used to find this really confusing, so hopefully this helps other people. When, you know, everyone, again, I can't stop saying bangs on. My sacral or my root <laughs> chakra or British influence is coming through. As long as you don't start saying slamming. Oh, Christ. <laughs> No. Or no. getting slammed. Ew. It's your masculine coming out of you. Well, hey, if you're going to bang on about it. I now I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, no, that's right. So when someone says, um, you know, you've got to come into union with yourself and you're balancing out your, your feminine and your masculine aspects, mm-hmm. that can be very confusing for people. Yeah. Um, can I just jump in like, the first thing that's come to mind is that obviously this is such a I'm going to bang on a repetitive <laughs> <laughs> a repetitive saying but you know it's an energy and we ha- you know every single person has both elements because it's an energy that we hold within us and I think when it's new it can be very very confusing but if you look at um, attrib- attributes of masculine and feminine We all have those tendencies and traits. And the way that I see it and perceive it is the masculine component within us is the very practical, logical, analytical, um, you know, the one that is, you know, works things out and is very strategic. When you look at the feminine aspect and the quality, it's very fluid, it's very light, it's very soft, it's very gentle. It can have other components. You know, that feminine aspect can be very fierce. Um, but it's also the very, you know, it's the creative element within us. Um, 
So, you know, it has, you know, we have all those components and, you know, I think predominantly speaking, you know, in society today, everyone has more of a strong polarisation to masculine energy because that's just the society that we live in um, or have been raised in. And and that is changing and, and transforming to bring in more equilibrium balance um, within us as we all go through our own process but also on the planet. Mm. Hopefully that helps clarify for a lot of listeners because it is a question that kind of floats around that you sort of see when you're sort of scrolling through anything to do with Divine Masculine. What about when there's this real urge at the moment of like Divine Masculine's rising or Divine Masculine's coming online? Yes. So. What I mean, I'm I'm asking all the questions. I'm I know that I know the answer to these, but I have to for the sake of the podcast. So for everyone listening, I'm not that completely. <laughs> Just FYI. But we've got you know two very, very enlightened sausages on the podcast. So. <laughs> So let's, that's so a very I, masculine thing to call us. <laughs> Can so, I please be called a hash brown? Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> if you so desire. So there's this, I'm seeing it everywhere, you know, and gosh, I think Anna and I were saying the other day, if we had a doll off every time we heard that the divine masculines are coming online and they're rising and they're all, Gosh, we'd be wealthy women by now, that's for sure. It feels oh, like it's a long yeah. time coming. So can you talk to us a little about the bigger picture in the ascension process? What does that mean and why is that important? Why should we be rooting for the masculines, so to speak? Who are you directing that question oh, to? Oh, whoever wants to tackle yeah. it. Go your hardest. I, I feel like that's a brache question. Um, For me, though, sorry, I'm just going to put it in there, Um, balancing the divine. So we we had this conversation the other day about, yes, the the masculine are rising and, you know, it's important, but also we saw the other side to that where the feminine, we had to work on the receiving end of that as well, Um, Mm -hmm. being more in the flow because we tend to be quite masculine, don't we? Um, I know for like three weeks I wore my boots every day because <laughs> it made me feel more masculine and action-oriented. Um, but, yeah, anyway, that's a different topic, the feminine stuff. So over to you, Breche. Um, Okay. Well, the, the, the divine masculine rising. Mm. Okay. The, the first thing that comes to mind is that We have wounded aspects. <clears throat> I'm talking as like a, a collective as a whole. So then you've got like the distorted masculine and feminine, you know, and then you see that throughout the ages of um, repression, suppression, you know, all those different elements. And I'm going to go into a long-winded. I'm going to try and keep it um, no, concise. No, go, go but, long-winded. It's, it's necessary. Okay. Well, if you think about history, uh, and, you know, I want to go back, like, mm, back to a Lemurian society. So um, in in one version of that, let's say for argument's sake, 13,000 years ago on the planet, the planet was in a much higher vibration and there was a, 
a much more beautiful balance between the masculine and feminine energies um, within each. And that was a time that there were a lot of divine counterparts and what people would commonly refer to as sacred union or twin flames. We're going to use all these terms, you know, uh, interchangeably. And since then, you know, the world has gone into a massive dissension process. We've gone through some really, really dark ages um, and now we're rising as a planetary system back to divinity um, and so that's being expressed through all of us and the way that this is my personal perspective the way that I've seen it is that generally speaking because of the feminine traits that tend to be more intuitively connected um, the awakening or the ascension process tends to happen uh, a little bit prior to the masculine. And it's almost like they start that healing and disrobing process and kind of path the way. That, that's sort of an analogy that I've seen it. And um, to, to start this um, embodying the divine process. And then because the, the feminine is very connected to the ether and the non-physical, the masculine is very physical. So if you're looking at getting towards the end of a cycle, when the masculine starts to come online or whatever phrase, you know, that's also talking about the physical embodiment that's being awakened to its true nature of source divine within oneself. Mm-hmm. You still with us, Anna? Just digesting. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Taking it all in. So, I guess in answer to your question, Jen, you know, why is that so important? Why should we be rooting for them? Because as as a collective, we're all going through this process, and we're bringing back those beautiful templates where there is beautiful balance and love and harmony within the individuals, but also in relationships. And relationships are so important to that process. Yeah, because then ultimately, and I, I've said it so many times, with with love being the frequency, the more we hold and maintain that, the more stable Earth becomes, right? And then mm-hmm. new Earth can then mm-hmm. emanate from that, that base frequency. At the moment, I still feel it's a little bit um, disjointed. It's not. It's not holding steady. I guess is kind of how I've, I've seen it. Well, it's a, a mass purification right now as we record this, or this entire year. But yeah, yeah. No, beautifully said, Jen. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. I think it's important too to note um, that. What are some of the observations we've had? Like, mm. I know in our private conversations, we're going to share some of them here now. Ways in which, <laughs> oh dear, everybody brace themselves. <laughs> in terms of the masculines, the observations of how they are transforming and stepping up to the plate. You know, like I, I'll use my brother as an example. If he's listening mm-hmm. to this, he likes to call my light language jibber jabber. <laughs> but he, you know, I've I've kind of watched him go from huge resistance to being okay with me sharing, talking, discussing it, musing about it, 
maybe pushing back, arguing, but that's also challenging me and my thought patterns. You know, I think they're very good at challenging, you know, like are you true to your convictions? Do you believe in that? So they can really kind of mirror that aspect back at you. But just I've had a lot of other masculines come forward expressing their emotions a little bit more or wanting to know how to hold space for Mm. not just a feminine component but for friends um, I recently did that mental health podcast with another guy and there's this strength in an emotional maturity and personal accountability. That's what I'm sort of saying at the moment. So I just wanted to know whether you guys have had any uh, observations of such. We've had plenty lately, haven't we? Mm. More so than ever before. Yep. It's pretty exciting to watch. Lisa, you want to share yours first? I can, but. I'll let you get a word in. Do you want me to go first? <laughs> Poor Anna was just like, she's just innocent bystander. While we're just... <laughs> I'm holding it all in. No, you no. go for a shake. Um, thanks, Anna. A couple of things come to mind. Um, one is uh, there's just been new, a lot of new beautiful interactions with what I would call the embodiment of the divine masculine someone who's done a lot of healing and transformation and just wants to be the best version of themselves um and it's so refreshing it's so incredibly refreshing because i'll be completely honest like when you go on a divine you know counterpart journey twin journey it can wear you down so immensely because yes it can sorry (laughs) was that out loud sorry yes (laughs) No one heard it, Jen. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and it, look, it's designed that way because, it, you know, a lot of the intricate design of that journey is to, you know, pu- let's say purify the ego or the false self. And that's not an easy or fun or pain-free process. And it can be so intense that, sometimes you pick up what I've noticed this in myself, you pick up bad behaviors Mm. of being reactionary to certain things that when you step outside of that bubble, they're just not normal. And that's what I've noticed in me having what I would call like really high vibrational interactions. I'm noticing that through that dynamic, there was a, a, I can't think of it a more polite way to say it, but there was a lot of damage done that I had to then um, repair. Repair, yeah. Zero out was how it goes. <laughs> but repair, that's a good one. It's like word and... association game, fill in the blank. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I, I've had some beautiful, really beautiful, thought provoking conversations and. One person in particular, we came up with this concept of um, like positive triggers and I'm a big fan of this. This is a new concept for me and I like it and it's like this positive triggering where mm. it, it provokes something that shows you, highlights something within you but in a really loving way. Yeah. Um, so th- there's that element and probably another observation that I've noticed is that um, years ago, you know, I really wanted to do a lot of like male, like masculine sort of collaborations on videos through Cosmic Gateway. 
and it was like pulling teeth honestly I you know it was almost impossible <laughs> no, I'll be honest it was, it was impossible to get male collab- like you know collaborators to, to send yeah. a video and and talk and be open and honest and the influx of masculines wanting to collaborate now and doing that and being open and sharing and being raw and vulnerable is freaking beautiful and mind-blowing. So they're my observations. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a few of those, haven't they? Mm -hmm. And I like, I Mm -hmm. love that positive trigger. Yeah. Yeah, I still can't get my head around that one. I'm like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that team. (laughs) All right, Anna, what about you? What observations have you noticed? Um, so chatting from um, chatting with some um, male or divine masculines um, lately, what I've noticed is they're having this courage to speak up, like to say that, yeah, they're going through a tough week or they're crying, mm. like openly crying now. Mm. Um, but also they're being more decisive, like actually making a decision rather than just sitting on the fence. I'm owning it. Amen. That's that's interesting because I do feel like a lot of masculines struggle with mental conflict, like a real battle between that, you know, that old saying between heart and head. And I really feel that Mm. is shifting. Yeah. And I love Mm. it because it kind of makes me giggle when I read their messages. And um, I know one person in particular who's actually decided that he's had enough and he's decided to make the decision saying, I'm going to go, he's seeing a counsellor at the moment to talk through some of the trauma that he went through. And, you know, he's, um, I guess his behaviours from trauma or whatever is, um, keeps repeating itself. So him just taking that by the balls and just saying, you know, enough mm-hmm. is enough, I'm going to do something about it. Um, and also not being scared to be alone, to process that themselves and to actually properly heal. I mean, men, in my opinion, men don't really want to dig deep and look at their uglies and dark shadows to heal and move mm-hmm. forward. So that's that's just so interesting to, gosh, I have to, have to come up with some better phrases. I've realised in my podcast I use that phrase all the time. So I have to um, get some better phrases, Jen. <laughs> However, my divine masculine once said to me uh, after a period of separation, we, we were having a conversation. He's like, you know, Jen, I don't do the emotional outpouring anymore and, and bother everyone with my, my stuff. I try to keep it in. And I just remember thinking, gosh, that's, that's such a shame because mm. that's so important to their own healing. But it, it really does show this emotional strength that they can sit in that feminine aspect Mm. and heal it. And Mm. I'm sure that has probably oscillated and that's just one slice of time. So it's, it's quite refreshing Anna, for you to hear you now saying that maybe, maybe that is something that's coming back in, in that wave that they are kind of sitting there and addressing and processing. Mm. Well, from what I've experienced and to be honest, I'm milking it because um, you know, women tend to, we sit there, we talk with the girls, we express our emotions, what we're going through, what, you know, all this stuff, like we really process it, we sit through it. But I guess if one male tells me that they're going through it and they're processing everything and really, you know, owning it, I get a bit excited. So I'm like, yes, what are you working on? Tell me, tell me everything. Um, well, there's nothing more beautiful than, or in my opinion, than having 
anyone, not just your divine masculine, but any any person, it, being honest and raw and authentic because you see them. <clears throat> yeah. You know, sometimes for the first time you see them in all their glory or their hurt or their pain and it's just, you know, if we stripped away the physical bodies, you just see them as they are and it, and there's a beautiful healing in that. Well, here's another one that you'll really like, Jen. Um Putting away the drugs and alcohol to actually be able to look at that and process it. That's that's a really big topic. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that one up. Yeah, yeah. so um, this person that I've been talking to basically said, you know, I had a blowout. Um, now I realise it's not for me anymore. Um, you know, because it's easy for the masculines, I guess, to turn to drugs and alcohol to numb things out. So, And so when he said that to me, I thought, this is fucking great. Um, for him to realise that, you know, he can't, he can't heal if he continues down that path. So I was just going to throw to you, Alicia, on that topic. Do you think that so many uh, of those behaviours are sort of tied up in the masculine? I mean, obviously it's not just to them. Like I've engaged in those behaviours and I'm sure other feminists <gasps> have too. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Who would have thought Saint Blue Jen? <laughs> They didn't have them on Arcturus. We didn't need drugs. (laughs) Uh, Oh, now what was I saying? Oh, those behaviours. Do you think, Alicia, that's part of this, part of their template? Like sometimes I kind of see it like this game, like structured like a computer game in a sense where they have to get to a point where everything's overwhelming them and and something it's like that breaking point like something's got to give Mm -hmm. and to me I often get excited just like Anna mentioned too when someone sort of is addressing an addictive behavior and stripping away back to their core rawness I think Mm -hmm. oh now it's time to really address emotional looping habits and right yeah 100% um the way that I always see it is that Anything and everything that's wrong with society and how it has been, let's say it has been because it's not, it's evolving very rapidly, it needs to be purged out. I know you hate that word, Anna, or I can't <laughs> think of the, <laughs> that other word that we were using, <laughs> released, shed, whatever. <laughs> Drain. <laughs> oh, thanks, Leash. <laughs> Draining the swamp. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> Let's not rabbit hole. You did not. <laughs> oh it's all right. God. I was going to say that the pandemic has worked so incredibly well. <laughs> when when you said draining, I nearly said like adrenochrome draining. Oh, like, stop. No. Stop. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> We're being hijacked. Oh, no. um, whew, back to, um, okay, so <laughs> looking at the, the template, so everything that needs in society that needs to be released so that new earth can be born. Um, I truly believe that there's groups, um, soul groups with, with different contracts that come in into this incarnation to help bust through those templates. So it could be drugs, alcohol, in uh, like um, addictive behaviours, addiction to sex, um, whatever it is. And so that individual or those many individuals will come in, have 
a perfect environment and setting to set them up so that they have trauma and then they turn to, this is just a scenario, have a trauma, turn mm-hmm. to drugs and alcohol or some sort of dig- to, to numb and then, then the breaking point comes and then they start that transformation healing process within them and it helps clear it on a collective level because yeah. imagine, imagine 10,000 people going through that same process around the strategically placed around the world all at the same time imagine what that does and lifts in that energetic field mm. yeah so. it really gives new meaning to that word lift and shift that we see so often <laughs> one of my favorite spiritual phrases flung around the internet lifting and shifting <laughs> I feel so inarticulate compared to you, Alicia. <laughs> let, let me just say I I don't always talk like this. Sometimes when the, the recording gets rolling, it's like there's a different as- aspect of me that talks because I'm like, Hi, my, my mind's like, ooh, that's clever. <laughs> Look at you. What about um, channeling in like Terry and Alicia? <laughs> Fantastical. I wish my team would switch on. They're being a bit slack. They're probably like, we've had enough of you today. And then I guess this is is just a follow-on from the comments that you both have made. There does seem to be an energy of redemption or making amends or atoning. And Mm. I I feel this real anticipation for that happening. I mean, I don't want to get too excitable as I'm (laughs) prone to do. (laughs) But I do feel like, I think, Alicia, you've explained it to me once, sort of like, you know, like like a volcano. It's like, you know, layers and layers. You, they keep going through sludge. They keep moving up. And then it has to get to a point where it kind of it reaches its, its pinnacle moment, I suppose, so, so that new mm. waves can come through. Mm. Mm. Very much so. Um, I, I'm just going to go with what's flown into my head. In this very moment, I've just literally just come out of a, a session, and and that was a very different session. Um, and I know when the nature of my work changes, that there's a, a shift or change that's happening in, within the collective. And um, there was a lot of <laughs> uprooting in the base, and the the analogy that came through was a reference to a Wayne Dyer movie, The Shift. Um, talking about when people have their quantum moment. I'm going to try and, like, quote Wayne Dyer, but, you know, you know, hopefully I won't. Maybe you'll channel mm. him. Come on, Wayne. Come on. Oh. <laughs> Step in. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. I've been thinking about doing more channeling lately. Anyway, um, so <clears throat> Wayne um, talks about, like, the, the quant- I think he calls it the quantum shift or um, there's a specific term that he calls it, and he, he explains it, that you go from the morning to the afternoon of your life and that you realise that in the, what was true in the morning of your life is a lie in the afternoon of your life. So it's making this massive, profound mm. shift in your life where um, all your priorities change and... There's no turning back from that point. And that's probably what I would consider the ascension point. I've talked about that before. Um, And I saw that in this session. And to be honest, I kind of see that 
for a lot of people's lives in this, um, you know, this year of 2020 and the pandemic. In, uh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> dear. <laughs> during during what we've gone through on a collective level, um, it I, I think that hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people, whether it's masculine or feminine, but I think maybe more masculine have hit that turning point of point of no return in reevaluating what's truly important to them, um, and and that ne- that generally happens through you know massive life-changing circumstances so I don't know I can't remember the question now I've gone off on a tangent well I was just also (laughs) from that I guess I wanted to talk about what is okay so then what is the masculine's role and I want to do that in in two streams of thought what is their role and I know a lot of listeners to this who've been on the journey of ascension, partner, twin flame, schmozzles will probably know all about this. <laughs> schmozzles is a nice way of saying fuckery. And then <laughs> if, okay, so their role in terms of the twin flame dynamic and then their role, what's their role heading towards new earth? Like that's something I'm excited about, but I kind of think mm. we need to look back before we can go forward because I think the two are interlinked. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Anna? Now I'm really looking forward to the answer to this because I'm mulling that question over in my head and I thought, I wonder how many men or male or divine masculines are going to hear this and they should hear it because then it will kind of um, make them realise the work that they're doing and how important it is. And that um, it is valued and that it's absolutely. not just, you know, there is a bit of a a female diatribe and, and discourse going on about how much, myself included, I do so much work, I do so much crying, I do so much purging, what are they doing? And I think that's not completely accurate. We only ever see our side of it. We don't see that flip side. So you're right, Anna, I have also been given quite a lot of downloads and guidance that I don't know who or how. It's not like we can just go, hey, divine masculine, listen to this if I don't want another 10 years of separation. But I do hope that, like, other people can listen to it in all seriousness and that we can bit by bit, slowly, incrementally, we all do our bit. And it does make a sh- – it does shift. It does make a change. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. Right, Leash, sorry. Over to you. The two roles. Oh, I, I, I just – when I think about – the word master builder has come into my mind. Now, I know that we're kind of in a 22-year or we have the vibration of 22 in this year and 22 is the master builder vibration. But, Mm. you know, I think that the feminine energy and so take this within yourself or with, I know we're talking specifically men, um, the female's role is to kind of work the energy, the ether, the, the, the intuition to bring the, let's say bring the energetically, you know, the higher realm down. But the, the masculine component grounds it, makes it concrete, makes it... Um, well, it's anchoring, in, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, you know, I've always seen it's like um, it, it works as a beautiful complementary pair because um, one will be able to harness that energy and the power of two is so powerful because it creates a third energy of manifestation 
and whether that's manifestation of a project or a new reality or new possibility, whatever it is, it's the, the combination, the fusion, the, the alchemy of the opposite polarities, if you will, bringing new life. Um, and that's why it's so important. That's why we're absolutely cheering on the masculine because we want to be in equal partnership and we want to have those beautiful experiences. But on a global scale too, you know, we want this new earth and paradise for everyone, you know, um, peace and, and all that stuff and, and to rebuild new structures of all different systems. I mean, look at all the outdated systems that, that don't work. In, you know, the 3D paradigm is dead in, in, in my... Oh, yeah. It's dead And, you know, we're still in this in-between phase and, and now it's time to start to rebuild new ways that actually work in harmony and um, cooperation and you know, balance, and that's financial, that's education, that's raising fa- families on all aspects, you know. I think um, that, it, that's a – oh, sorry. No, no, go, I'm done. Uh, no, it just came into my head then when you said that. I think fathering is a really important topic too about their role mm. as father, and I think that's also shifting too, and that doesn't necessarily mean in the very obvious sense that they are a father, but that can mean like a mentor or a teacher. And just when you were talking about those other institutions, like if they are a boss in the company, they have that new, fresh opportunity to shape and create, like you were just saying, like these new pathways because the old paradigms are obsolete. So that's exciting. Mm. Mm. It's beautiful. Oh, it's so beautiful. I'm kind of immersed in the energy of that at the moment. So it's beautiful. Yeah. Anna, Anna Banana. You know, as you were saying that, I was actually thinking about my boss who has on so many occasions will pick up the phone and just check in on me, um, gave me a week off work. Um, so it, for me, it was just a, um, an example of divine masculines really coming into. Um, I don't want to say save because they're not saving me, but do you know what I mean? Like they're really showing um, the love and support, the masculine energy. Sorry, just as you were saying that, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, that's beautiful. I think uh, something we did last night was we did this really beautiful guided meditation, um, all three of us, mm. and I think a little bit later towards the end of this it would be really lovely if we can because it it can be so easy and I'm going to call myself out on it that when you're going through a really hard sloggy purge or process like another layer of self-healing you think oh shit I thought I've done this you're revisiting ancestral goop but then you kind of are projecting that onto your twin dynamic I think it's really important that when you can get into the heart space and there's been a lot of high heart activations at the moment to really hold space for said masculines whether it be yours family friends or just men in general because I know for a good portion of my journey it's very easy to be resentful to be angry and to be very hurt and that's that's obviously a process that we have to honor to get through this layer of being able to 
come back to love, reset to love. It's not something I can do all the time, but I'm getting better at it. And I think when we can, we should be because a lot of women energy workers have been holding fort for a long time. And so now instead of having like a pedestal kind of imagery, and I think a lot of masculines struggle with that self-worth and seeing their feminine sort of achieving and a lot of feedback I get from clients is, you know, there's sometimes a bit of jealousy around that, like, mm-hmm. oh, she's achieving and it makes them feel yes. uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Now it's kind of like let's stand side by side. There is no gap. Yes. Yes. It's like a friend said to me, every time a divine feminine takes two steps forward, the divine masculines take two steps backwards because of it makes them feel, I guess, unworthy. Mm. Mm. Oh, four, four, four. Sorry. Hopefully. Another sink. <laughs> sink. Another sink everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So a little bit later on, if, uh, if Alicia's up to it, I thought it would be nice for us to all Hold space for the masculine energy. It's mm. it's just as important as bringing in new energies, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. What other things do we want to talk about, masculine? What other rabbit holes do we dare <laughs> go down? You know, every time you say the word masculine, I keep seeing like a lion, and I know we're going to the lionscape portal, but for me, it feels like the the masculines have a lot of lion energy at the moment, which is with a COVID lockdown and restrictions and all that, a lot of the men or a lot of men out there are losing their jobs. But even though it's putting them in a vulnerable situation where, you know, loss of income and not being able to provide and emasculating for them, it's actually making them go within and roar, like, you know, this I don't know, like this courage coming out of them. That's the feeling that I'm getting out of the whole thing. Mm, that's beautiful imagery. Mm. This Lion's Gate will definitely be uh, interesting. It's always a very interesting time for me around August-ish. And I know Alicia's got a, a transmission coming up, so that's going to be exciting. If, if anyone's listening who wants to jump on, they're always well worth taking some time out of your day to do that because especially the, the power of it when all of us are kind of doing yeah. it together. Yeah, it's, it's super potent and you never know which way it's going to go. Mm. That sounds mm. exciting. <laughs> Where does Alicia take you on these transmissions, I wonder? Yeah, everywhere. Um, this was an impromptu chat, if anyone listening can't tell that. We <laughs> didn't have anything really planned, but we did think it was important to just talk about the masculine in more of a positive light and maybe to challenge people to reframe their, their thinking when they can. Obviously, you don't want to force anything and you know if you're dealing with ascension symptoms and just life chaos going on that it can't it's not always possible to do that but it is something that I'm trying to be more conscious of. and are we back for round two round two ding ding <laughs> ding 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 just and we're back for round two All right, so perhaps for this last little bit, maybe we'll just jump into a guided meditation, if that's all right. Yeah, beautiful. Okay. Are you going to join me in this, guys, with a bit of light language? Just feel free to jump in at any point (laughs) if you feel prompted to. Well, let's set the intention and then I might start with a light language because I don't like to 
interrupt the flow because my light language can sometimes be a bit abrasive. So maybe if we think of an intention, then I can set some light language. <clears throat> and Anna? Balance. Intention for balance or harmony. Yeah, and just, I guess, holding space for the the masculine within and the masculine on the external, who, however that translates for you. So it's like holding space for your own masculine component and then um, a significant other or family member, whoever mm. comes to mind. Mm. Yeah, I'm getting straight away just a beautiful deep indigo mm blue energy coming through for them which goes back to Anna talking about Lionsgate and the throat chakra communication Mm. so I'll just start off by doing a light language with that intention in mind sending it out to the masculines taking a few deep breaths it's always good to do lion's breath if you know what that is before we commence やってやらけたはらかてひよすこよとろこまだはいできようこうやらけたひんやひよろこんよはらかきやらけてかひんやひよろこんよはらかきやらけてかひんやひよろこんよはらかきやらけてかひんやひよろこんよはらかきやら
within our own masculine energy, feminine energy. Just allowing that to clear out of the field, out of our energetic field, out of our body. You might want to take a couple of deep breaths to allow that process to move through completely. Just breathing in and out a couple of times. Just allowing that sort of energy to open ourselves up and open up our channel to start to receive the coding coming through from the great central galactic sun to bring in that divinity and that energy of holding space for the masculine within us within our lives and the new template arriving, embodying and grounding onto the planet, onto Gaia, onto Mother Earth. As we just allow ourselves to fully infuse that energy the indigo gold codes of energy spiraling almost like DNA strands coming through. And as we immerse that energy coming through for us, you start to look around and notice very similar beams of energy, other other people around, whether it's your own divine masculine counterpart, friend, family, son, father. And just really encouraging that process as you expand your energy. If you feel guided to connect with them. This process happens simultaneously. as you take that even more broader perspective out, you can see these pillars of light all over the planet coming in, going right down into the core, centre of the earth, connecting in, in that space of inner earth. Energy starts to pulse and vibrate, starts to 
radiate back out to the surface, just fully encompassing the planet, all masculine, all feminine, in balance, grace and love. As we set that intention, that energy connects with every being, helping Mother Earth raise in her ascension as she supports and assists us as we construct this new Earth template through love, unity, connection and oneness. And we just hold that space just for a moment or two. As we breathe it all in, just taking a couple of deep breaths. Breathing in. Gently exhaling out. Taking another deep breath as we connect the ether, the non-physical, we connect that and ground that into the physical. As we take one last deep breath, slowly starting to come back into the here and now, back into the space. Bring yourself back into conscious awareness whenever you're ready. And if you need to now, whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes. Thank you. That was lovely. Welcome back. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you, everyone, for listening and joining in with that. Some big energy. Mm, definitely. And might be good to go back and listen to that one a few times, I think. Various points over the next couple of days with the full moon energy lingering around. Yes, yes. Very potent passage we're in right now. So I'm pretty sure, and Jen, maybe you can check this, but I'm pretty sure your meditation ended at like 11.11. <laughs> what's up did anyone else get a bit of a headache from that like a lot of pressure in the head from the central sun <laughs> I I felt really like I was about to pass out at one point because the energy was so <laughs> powerful I was like, <laughs> talking uh, yeah it, it mm. thank well, you I just wanted to thank both of you ladies for, I know we were a bit silly everyone today, but we're just, you know, we try to bring a bit of humour and, and realness to these topics and, you know, you're not going to get that from uh, a lot of Instagram posts, are you? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh, dear. Thank you, Jen, for, for bringing us together and um, sharing this. I think it's really important. 
for, for men and females to listen to this and it's been um it's been such a um fun process and thank you Anna yeah it's not thanks it's, guys it's not ladies. always easy to talk about these things either and I think you know a lot of people are like oh you guys are so organized with your podcast I'm like no sometimes these topics are really challenging and we're just kind yeah. of fumbling our way through it too and it's only by talking these things out that we're able to bring or you know shine lights on parts of, exactly. of other topics and I just wanted to um, remind everyone that um, Cosmic Gateway Alicia has a transmission coming up on it's the 8th of August that's right and if you want details we'll pop all of that in links below if you need sessions we all do energy alignment um Anna is starting to do them she's amazing she's come on <laughs> activated and fully fully online a fellow light languager um myself obviously if you're on a light language zap and of course Alicia has a whole array of things and especially um you know the divine masculine aspects of Alicia's work are are there and they're a great support to my journey and they've been integral in in my path so I just wanted to to let everyone know that there are yeah I've got a lot of um so much support yeah and yeah and also if you are listening to this and you know someone else that's a divine masculine that needs some guidance or somewhere to look all of us put information on our pages we all have a huge network of other friends um and energy workers alike. So there's no shortage of um, support. Absolutely. Well yeah. said, Jen. And I just I just want to throw it out there that, uh, you know, I am in this kind of phase of doing different um, videos with different masculines. So if, mm. you are, if you are a masculine and oh. you have some good... <laughs> oh, that sounds Sorry. so cheesy. <laughs> Alive or dead. We'll take Wayne Dyer. We'll take Mark. <laughs> Will you take Bob Marley? He's dead too. <laughs> take any masculines at this stage, won't we? Um, but no, in all seriousness, I feel like someone is going to listen to this who would be a great um, co-contributor on a video if you have an amazing story to share that you feel that needs to be shared or a really important message. Yeah, um, we're always contact. looking yeah, and for, and for you too, Jen. But, yeah, just I just wanted to throw that out there. No, definitely. Alicia does fantastic videos that have fantastic traction. There's always so much out of it. There's always so many insights and gems. But we're always looking for masculine perspectives, like to tell us your stories, to tell us your side because that's how we heal and that's how we help. Mm-hmm. We've been joking this week that we need a buddy system, that, like, you should be paired up with someone else <laughs> so that you can help each other. Um, yeah. sort of like yeah. a, a pseudo ascension partner <laughs> it, it is it is really beautiful to hear the masculine speak up though isn't it like oh, yeah. I, I know all three of us pretty much like huddle and cry and just joy from you know when we when we hear them be vulnerable and sharing their stories so it's beautiful yeah yeah love it and it's yeah, teaching yeah. us about ourselves too as the feminine and it's teaching us about forgiveness, which is a huge Oof. aspect of the you feminine. Said the F word. <laughs> Certainly did. Forgiveness. <laughs> it, yes, it's true. There is nothing like your divine masculine to teach you more about levels of forgiveness. And that's yeah. what we need more of in the world. So thank them for the gifts that they bring to you. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Yep. So on that note, we will let everyone 
enjoy their full moon shenanigans and mm-hmm. no doubt we'll be back with another raucous episode. Raucous. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jen. Thanks, right. Jen. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.